0: yeah
1: here we go had to do it for the fans man now you know that think they ready nug not for what we got coming be guess who started the podcast riddle me that Nugging his boy Jersey, and we talkin' smack. Sports, music, and life, we talkin' all of that. We live in the feck, yo, we, we in, in the, the chat. chat. I'm Romain Roberts, a.k.a. Jerz. James Woodard, a.k.a. Nug. And we in the chat man, we back in the chat, man it's been a minute, bro it's been a minute, bro, you know what I'm saying like um, happy new year to everybody one hundred percent and it's happy new year, not new year's <laughs> we do one we do one year at a time, nice. um but yeah, man, you know, you know, blessed to see a blessed to see a new year, man but um you know, like you said, um you know it's been a minute, and you know one of the things that um i appreciate most about you know so many of you may not know new year's uh new year is my favorite bringing in the new year is my favorite holiday because you know it's kind of like it's kind of like a new start it's um you know making it uh you know making it to a new opportunity a new journey and, you know, like you said, you know, you know, it's been a minute and that's because, you know, we face, you know, there was a lot of stuff going on, you know, you know, we was dealing with, you know, our own, our own battles, our own, our own issues, our own concerns, you know, changing jobs, you know, getting sick, losing lost ones, school, work, yeah. marriage family you know like a lot of things happen you know know what i'm saying Yeah, 100 and Um, you know i i i just want to salute all the pot all the podcasts out there man because like you know when you have when you have listeners or you're trying to build your you you know your listeners you know like it, it takes a lot it takes consistency you know what i'm saying and you know some of them have been able to do that you know very well um but, you know, like, you know, we enjoy doing any chat podcasts, but uh, more importantly, we we have lives ourselves. And, you know, some of those things take priority, which is one of the reasons why, you know, we kind of fell back. You know, like, yeah, I'm in school to be a doctor. And, yeah. hey, you know, like we got to do what yeah. we got to do. Family comes first. Loved ones come first. 100%. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, is is man the last time? It's crazy, man. The last time we dropped the show is actually May twenty fifth, you know, and um, it was a it was a great show, um, you know, but at the time, you know, it was just you know, like you said, you know, a lot of things going on just personally for the both of us, um, you know, you're going to school to get your doctorate and all that, and me knowing, you know, kind of what that you know that course load entails, that type of thing, um, and then just family all around, you know, we're both married at the same time. Um, you know, we both have, you know, other, you know, entrepreneurial endeavors that, you know, we're into on the side as well. So, you know, honestly, the break was, you know, was was I feel beneficial for the both of us, especially, you know, coming off of 2020, you know, coming into 2021, you know, having, you know, it was a pivot year, I would say, you know, it was a big year on just learning how to pivot overall, because, you know, what we learned from 2020 is, you know, you really can't script this thing. And so the non-script of 2020 kind of, you know, fell over into 2021, still dealing with, you know, COVID, all these different things and, um, you know, just still trying to grow in the midst of that. And so uh, it was a great time for us to be away, but, you know, I'm super excited and, you know, just, you know, really feel blessed that we have the opportunity to come back you know, once again, and, you know, get this thing rolling, because like you said, you know, that consistency with building your, you know, your listenership and all these different things for different podcasts, I salute everybody who was able to keep it going during that time. But at the same time, you know, we're always in the chat. That's, that's what we do. That's who we are. And so, you know, I'm excited to be back, man. 2022.
1: Yeah, man. Um, you know, we gonna keep on, we gonna keep on keeping on, man. You know, like, that's the only thing we can do you know what i'm saying and i think you know one of the things that i enjoy about uh the podcast is how um authentic we are the relationship yeah. that we have you right. know what I'm saying? and even though like even though on my mind like we click so well like we we have different point of views right. i think it's about how we mesh and i think that's what you know helps us um you know helps us bond and Helps us, you know, come up with great content, man. But yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. But yeah, just, man. just thinking about um, 2021, like, mm-hmm. how do you think? Uh, how would you reflect on that on that year? Um, it a roller coaster, man.
0: To be honest, you know, it, it was it was a year where I really um got the chance to really look at you know what emo- what emotional stability truly looks like. Um, because, you know, the start of the year was the hope that, you know, COVID kind of was going to wash away and we was going to be able to not have to deal with that for a while. And, you know, kind of just to see how that was still sticking around the whole issue behind, you know, vaccinations and the whole thing. And that conversation that's, you know, still ongoing for the most part, Um, you know, uh, mid-year, you know, just loss, unexpected loss, Um, you know, just things happening when you're Uh, sort of in the mode. Sometimes, you know, when you go into a new year, you get in the mode, you should before the new year starts, but you get into the mode of, you know, just just new things, new experiences. So, uh, and, you know, just really trying to grow in different ways. One of my things was, you know, was family. I wanted to, you know, really tap into family this year and, uh, you know, really just stretch myself in that way because I felt like, you know, for the most part in in past, you know, I really hadn't had um, a lot of the family or familiar relationships that i had had that I enjoyed. I hadn't had the time or the, you know, um, the availability to really get into that. So 2021, I kind of wanted to open myself up to that more. So, you know, that was experience in itself, just being able to get back to that, um, you know, and just again, just being married and that experience and growing together and both, you know, building businesses at this point outside of, you know, our careers and things of that nature. So dealing with, uh, you know, switching that mindset over to an entrepreneur and the fact that, you know, you really got to go all in, you know, win, lose, or draw when you become an entrepreneur because you're betting on yourself and the value is you. And so that was an experience and yeah, man, you know, just ending the year wanting to get back to uh, more conversation, you know, and it didn't happen, you know, by December, like I, you know, wanted it to. But, you know, again, we're here at the beginning of the new year and conversation has begun. So again, it was just an up and down journey and just learning emotional stability through, you know, everything that you basically experienced. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, that's one thing that people got to think about. It's, it's not all about um what you what you've accomplished um or what you wanted to seek out um but what did you learn as well you know um you know this year was one of the you know one of the roughest years um for me personally um and i think you know one of the reasons why is um you know i procrastinated a lot um didn't focus on my my time management um you know, didn't prioritize as much as I normally do. Um, And, you know, I'm, I consider myself to be a planner, but sometimes when you don't plan correctly, like it kind of like trickles down and affects everything else. So, you know, that's just something that I thought about, you know, this year and, you know, some things that, you know, I wanted to happen this year that didn't happen, but, but I'm able to see a new year and and I'm, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm blessed to yeah,
0: because um, you know when my thing is this: when you're blessed with uh, the next day, those who get that opportunity, just look at it as the new opportunity. And you know, yes, we want to take full advantage of every single day that we get, absolutely. But um, to give yourself the grace uh, through those moments to know that you know, I'm even even in your lowest moments the knowledge or the awareness that you're better than that sometimes is the biggest thing or the best thing you can actually hold on to. So, you know, just through those ups and downs, I've had some of those same things as well, you know, dealing with uh, consistency issues or disciplines over certain things that I knew 100% that I may have wanted, but, you know, for whatever reason, it wasn't my time. But at the end of the day, winners always bounce back, right? And winners always find a way uh, to make it work every year not going to be your greatest you know what I mean you, you can have your greatest stat line two years ago and just because of everything that you go through in a two-year span that fourth year you could get it back you know what I mean we, we see that all the time so at the end of the day 2021 still it taught me winners bounce back no matter what and we know how to stay afloat point blank period you know what I mean we really know how to you know just you know plug the holes in the boat and keep it moving You know what I mean? Because, again, to to have a new beginning is the biggest blessing anybody with a dream or an imagination can have. So.
1: Yeah, man, I think, you know, this is something we do at work and it's something that I want to start doing, like. You know, as I plan for the year Mm -hmm. Um, is so at work when, you know, we have to come up with what we call smart goals. Right. Mm -hmm. And so have you ever heard of smart goals? No, this is new. This is new. Yeah. So a SMART goal is, and, and that's a, um acronym. So SMART is specific, measurable, um, achievable, or sometimes people say attainable, relevant, and time-based. Oh, so wow. basically, specific is like, like saying like, so for example, some people would set a New Year's resolution or a goal and say, I want to lose weight, right? Yeah. That's not specific. Right. 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 Specific is I want to lose 50 pounds. Right. 100%. So then measurable is okay. My goal every month is to lose X amount of pounds. Right. Right. So so that's, so that's how you're, that's how you're measuring that. Right. And then it's like, okay, is that attainable? Is that achievable? Like, cause sometimes people, when people set goals, they, they, they either set them real high or real yeah. low, right yeah. yeah, like people say like like some people set to go like, oh, I want to buy a house like, but they were already like pre-approved they're already right. looking at you know what I'm saying like right, right. yeah they, already it's not a lofty
0: goal you're already on the
1: way yeah you are you know what I'm saying like right like now now saying you want to buy a house when you got bad credit, you got debt like now that's that's another goal, you know yeah. what I'm saying that's a yeah. goal that yeah. can't be accomplished um. You know, and that's uh, and then relevant. Like, is the goal is the goal relevant to like your values or to what or to your long term objective? Right. If if you like, hey, like, I have X Y Z condition, or I want to be able to compete in a marathon or five k. Right. And so, like, that's when losing weight will help you. Achieve those. So, like, it's like people say goals, but like, what is the what is the purpose of the goal, right? And it doesn't have to be real articulate, right? Like, some people some people say goals like, hey, I want to travel outside the country twice this year, right? And and I could do that because like that's a part of the self care, right? So you can say like, this is this relates to my self care, me traveling, taking time to uh, celebrate my accomplishments or enjoy what life has given me is relevant to my goal. Right. And then, you know, time-based like specifically, like I want to lose 50 pounds this year, you know, hypothetically speaking, or I want to travel outside the country, like before, before the summer or this summer, mm-hmm. like, and so that's, that's what I want to start doing. I want to start um, creating smart goals for my life.
0: I, I love, I love, I love that acronym, uh, you know, because, it entails, it entails basically, it's all, the, all of those are success principles, right? In anything that you do, we're not just talking about losing weight. We might be talking about, you know, gaining a particular handle on your finances by a particular time, right? So what we have to do is we have to align all of those things to be able to navigate the process of getting to whatever outcome it is, right? And that's about being specific all right, this year, I want to end the year in the green by $200, you know what I mean? And I want to be able to achieve that goal by June 31st, 2022, right? Making it a measurable time period, but also like you talk about having to scale back and then look at your finances from last year, right? From top to bottom, seeing where all of your money has gone, whatever the case may be. And then being able to say, all right, if I look at those months and I duplicated that that this year, what per month would I need to do to be able to, in turn, at, at June 31st, 2022, to have my goal accomplished? Sometimes you got to reverse engineer it. And then when you talk about uh, attainable goals, sometimes you have to, we got to get real with ourselves. You know what I mean? For, the, for to, to be honest, we really have to get real with ourselves and set attainable goals, right? You want to lose 50 pounds in a year, but what does that look like per month? Three pounds isn't bad because, again, if you set your first month at three pounds and you know, okay, I can knock out three pounds in a month, then you can then elevate your goals for the the next month or whatever the case may be. Because, again, it's a journey. It's a process. It's not a jump from January to December. And and that's it. You have to go through the storm of whatever it is you're trying to get better at. And to be one percent better at anything for a given day, for a given week, you're you're better right so it's all about how you quantify
1: your success, and that's you know when you broke down the, the losing weight you know that's what i think about procrastination right mm-hmm. if it you know i'm in i'm in school if i can write if i can write a paper right and if i could write a 20 page paper in just say three days right yeah why would I wait three days before it's due Yeah. when I knew all along that I had this really. paper due, you know, and, and some people think like that. Some people yeah. think like, Hey, this is only going to take me three days to do so yeah. I can do it three days before it needs to be done rather than, Hey, if I did it now,
0: yeah.
1: or if I did, if, if I took X, Y, Z amount of time over yeah. this period of time, I can be done by that. You
0: know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when you talk about productivity, right? How productive can you be? If you already know in three days I can knock out this paper, right? Look at your whole course load for the year. Because I know a lot of people in your in your situation, y'all get, you know, we all get our syllabus at some point, right? So we know uh, for some extended period of time what the workload is gonna be like, right? So how do I save myself productivity? If I can get it done in three days and my will to prepare has already been so good and I already am prepared, why wait three weeks when I already was prepared now haven't been thinking about it for three weeks? The compound effect of that is way too heavy for you to carry in the span of maybe three or four
1: days when you could have already got it done and had three weeks to do something else. What well, that's the only <laughs> thing that's different between like doctoral work and like yeah. any other type of program is like, you don't, you know, when stuff is due, but you don't right. know as far in advance as other yeah. times. So like our syllabus may, our syllabus may have what we're doing. Mm-hmm. It don't got when it's due or when it's uh-huh. going to be assigned or the specifics, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it may say, um, it may say research paper, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but it don't say when, it don't give you the specifics. So like the way it works, the way our program works, I can't speak for all programs, but the way our program works is like every Monday, like a new week is like revealed on like, Oh wow. And like Canvas, which is what we use. And and then it tells us what we got to do to every day. You got to read page 100 through 190. You got to, you know, read this read this short article and then write this research paper and, and then xyz like it's not like we know week one what we got to do to end of the semester it's kind of like things unravel as they come and, and so like at times that that may be you can't really you can't really put something off when you already got a short window to accomplish it you know what right. i'm
0: saying Facts. It's it's what it's doing is it's it's giving you guys and it's developing just again that mentality of focus, right? Because how can I be unfocused if the uncertainty is when the work is due? You know what I'm saying? Like. And then you might be able to look at the syllabus and go, well, hey, I know, I don't know when this one is due, but I know I might have more trouble with this, whatever the case might be, stuff like that. So it's all about, you know, being able to look at the bigger picture and be able to dissect and break this thing down so we can, we can be successful. And it's, you know, it's small chunks every day, small chunks every day, man. It's the compound effect. Like I said, you, we're not jumping from January to December. You know what I mean? We got to, we got to take it day by day, man. And as consistency grows, success becomes you become confident in success and you expect to win. You know what I mean? Sometimes that's the thing too. People don't really expect to
1: win. They hope to. Now we was uh before we get into a review of the year uh, of 2021, uh, we were talking the other day and you were giving some like your words for the year. Oh yeah. And that's something that that I thought about. I've I've never done that, never had words for the year, but that's something that you made me want to think about. For sure. I just wanted to see, like, what what were some words that you chose?
0: Yeah. So for me, it's, you know, it's consistency, uh, discipline and openness. Uh, My thing is, you know, just like I said, just like I just said, you know, uh, consistency with things over time breeds confidence. You know what I mean? If if I'm doing a particular thing and I know every single time that I do it, I'm giving it my best. I'm going to get better. And, and just knowing inside of myself that I'm gonna get better, that's gonna breed confidence. So for me, it's the consistency to build confidence. And then just discipline, discipline for me is huge because if you're not focused on anything, you can, you can, you know, anything can distract you. Right. And so when you have goals, is you have to minimize distractions. And the only way you minimize distractions is by having discipline the greatest athletes, the greatest you know, people of success in whatever endeavor it might be, acting, whatever you wanna call it, they've had some level of discipline. I'm gonna stay committed to a diet because I have to be this size for this role, or I'm gonna take different acting classes to be able to make sure that my accent for whatever role is in the proper fashion. Consistency is gonna build the confidence, but the discipline, when you get to set, you already know automatically, I can go from my normal voice to my accent No problem. So it's all about doing all of those things. And then for me, um, openness, because I think that, you know, when you're in a situation where, you know, you're looking to win or be successful at something, you have to be open to uh, failing. Right, You have to be open to the experience. That's what I want to be open to the experience. You have to be open to failing. You know what I mean? We fail to succeed at the, at the end of the day. That's all it is. That's all failure prepares you for is when you actually succeed, knowing that you paid the price. Because at the end of the day, you're going to have to pay the price for something. Right. And why not let it be success? You pay the you pay the price of failure, you pay the price of success, you pay the price of quitting. And you know, at the end of the day, it's all our choice to make. So for me, just being open to the experiences so that, you know, when the six, when, when the win comes, when that big win comes, is you know, I'm I'm even killed still. You know what I mean? Because I already know I put the work in to get here. I'm not too high, I'm not too low, because winners always want to win more. So at the end of the day, it's just grinding it out to you know to get to your success and even kill and just being open to the experience. You know what I mean. Everything's gonna happen to somebody who wants something other than what they had.
1: Yeah, man. And that's dope, man. I like I like the three words that you cho- you chose, um, the selection uh, of those three words, and um, it made me think of some as well, and some that are kind of similar. But uh, one of my words is like delegation. Hmm. And, you know, one of the reasons why I say that is because you know me, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an only child and, you know, I, you know, I feel like, you know, not that I can do it alone, but like I can, I I definitely could could depend on myself more than I could depend on somebody else. Right. And then, you know, also when you involve somebody else in decision-making or whatever, then it takes away from your um from your vision you know what i'm saying and Mm -hmm. and i think you know i like reading books about like um you know entrepreneurs and and stuff like that like figure out how they got to where they are um and you know what i've learned from them is like they got to where they are by like by delegating you know what i'm saying like yeah they lost some of their creative vision in the uh in the process but they've been able to like um you know build a relationship you know, with, with other people that help that organization grow. Right. Um, and so whether that be, you know, in my, in my marriage, whether that be in my work where, you know, I supervise people, whether that be, you know, in organizations that I have or businesses that I run, like giving people the autonomy and delegating responsibilities. Cause what that does in the end is that takes some things off of my plate as well, but also gives them responsibilities, um, to learn new tasks and, uh, duties.
0: Yeah. It's, you know, you gotta, you gotta have a team. Uh, one of the coolest, uh, you know, sayings I got this year, uh, from one of my mentors was, uh, if you want to go fast, you can go by yourself. Right. But if you want to go far, you need a team and sacrifice is huge in that. You know, because at the end of the day, what we sacrifice, like you say, we sacrifice a bit of the dream. Sometimes it's it's, it's what we think is that little, you know, that little 0.5% that we have to sacrifice is gonna mess up the 100%. When in actuality, sometimes that 0.5 come back twofold because we was able to sacrifice a little bit to be able to see what somebody else could contribute. And, you know, having a team, if it's just you and one other person, I think about it as simply as this, right? We all got 24 hours, but if I have another person duplicating myself, now I got 48 hours of productivity, you know what I mean? Or, or how much ever we both can allot on a particular day, we have so much more uh, you know, productivity because it's a shared vision, it's a shared dream, and we're both going to sacrifice something at the end of the day. So yeah, man, never be afraid to sacrifice because it'll it'll get you further. We don't see it now. You're not going to see it now. It all pays off down the road, however long that can be. So
1: yeah, just stay committed and it'll happen. And nothing that I think of is like, you know, you, you talked about it's like having two 24 hours, but nothing I think about is like that person may specialize or have a um, you know, a greater sense of how to do something in a specific type of category or task than you do. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. if you run into business, they may be good at marketing, you may not be good at marketing or you know they may be good at xyz and it's like they adding that to it you know i'm reading steve jobs book right now and um i don't know if you noticed did you know steve jobs don't build computers no i didn't know that he just had the idea i'm sure like steve jobs don't don't build computers like his his business partner steve uh wozniak like built the computers chips they created the teams, but steve jobs had like had a he was a one he was able to sell right he's a master marketer. you know it's like he, he was a, he was able to sell but two he always like he always had a vision of how to make this company unique right yeah he looked at you know computers were coming out he looked at every computer and was like what can we do different you know what i'm saying and it's like it's the small things that he did you know like you know he didn't you know back then every all the computer programs they were real boxy and square he was like let's add curves to it yeah. you know yeah. let's make us these smooth colors let's make the box look cool let's make it lighter you know these little small things you know what i'm saying but he wasn't actually the person actually you know doing these things you know what i'm yeah. saying yeah but like he connected with people who were who were able to do those things and you know and and that's what got the company to go so far you know what i'm saying so it's the it's the, it's the minor things
0: yeah and you know you again, just being open. Imagine him being so closed off. He got the vision, right? But he don't know how to make computers. I don't know how to do this, right? Now I'm gonna try to build a computer. You're not good at building computers. Now he's gonna be so stressed out trying to build a computer. He forget all of the things that he wanted to do in marketing. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, man. But yeah, 21 was it? 2021 was a year, bro. Um, you know, with you know, COVID still hanging around till right now. You know what I mean? It's so crazy now. Um. I don't know, bro. This this joint this joint got morphers, bro. Like, how many <laughs> how many variants are we at right now? Like, this is this is
1: insane. You know, and it's um, you know, the thing is, bro. It, it, I think this is you know people had people say like, hey, this is the new norm. I really think this is the new norm, yeah. and the reason why I'm saying that is because there's nothing we can do to like. Permanently terminate this, right? True. And when it comes to having COVID tested positive, right, this is something that has to be self-reported. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So if you um if you test positive or if you have COVID-like symptoms. Mm-hmm. but you've never gone to get a covid test right mm-hmm. then there are pe- some people who just hey i'm sick but i'm still functional i'm just gonna do what i gotta do anyway you get know what right. i'm saying right like i know like and you know like this is how i think now when people when i'm at work and people say they feel sick i'm like why are you here you know what i'm saying i feel yeah 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 for sure like like and their thing is like oh it's not covid yeah do you do you have a you know what i'm saying do you have something built in that tells you it's not covid right like there's people who haven't had a symptom at all mm. and have had covid you get what i'm saying for real so, so like my thing is is like just because you not real sick like so sick like you can't function mm. doesn't mean you don't have covid and it's, <laughs> it's never going to end because you're always going to have people man you got people out You got people who not vaccinated, not wearing a mask, people who refuse to get vaccinated, people who refuse to wear a mask, people who refuse to social distance. Um, You know, bro, like I was trying to have something for New Year's, you know, at the crib, right?
0: Yeah.
1: What'd I do? I canceled that joint. (laughs) Not for real. I canceled that joint because one, I know I'm not invincible, right? Thanks. Like COVID can affect me just like. Um, it can affect, you know, anybody else, you know what I'm saying?
0: And my thing, you know, my thing, I know we had a show about it and whatnot, but my thing is, you know, at the end of the day, you know, shot or not, man, just take the, you know, take the approach of, you know, just, just keeping yourself safe in whatever fashion. It's not like, yo, it's not like you can't get it. You know what I mean? So just make sure that you, you guys are putting yourself in position to where, you know, you're minimizing that risk. But you know, with the way the Omicron is and all that, the systems—you know—the symptoms for that are basically just you know regular cold symptoms. So it's like, how how do we know now? It's Om- so Omicron, disguised. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's so disguised. Man, come on,
1: that's crazy. Yeah. Would you would you would you say? now nah, I said Omicron. <laughs> what I say? Omicron. Like, oh, yeah. Omicron, Marion, whatever yeah so and this this is why i caught on like they and i don't even know where the heck this came from but they they start they're using the greek alphabet yeah yeah but they skipping letters so i'm confused like <laughs> like like i'm like i'm like okay like uh they went to delta i'm like ah right, yeah that's good alpha beta gamma, yeah yeah i went to delta cool cool now yeah omicron i'm like hold on wait a minute don't skip yeah, hold on. I'm a lot of out here, bro. Yeah, skipped a lot of Greek letters, but bro, this ain't going nowhere, dog. It's kind of like, and it's 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 us, and when I mean us, I mean United States of America. Because one of the reasons why people come to this country is because we have more freedom than any other country, right? Yeah. Now, some people may say we we not free, but we way more free than a lot of other places. I'll tell you that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: yeah. like I mean,
1: like people could say people could say people could walk into a store that got a sign on the door that says no mask, no entry. And they go walk in there with no mask and they go say to you, you had to call the cops or you had to drag me out because I ain't going nowhere. And like that's like other countries. It ain't going down like that it ain't gonna be that smooth right no no. it's gonna it's gonna end real bad for that person but you know we have that freedom imagine somebody telling you hey if you if you if we all if every person in america stay put for 10 days this shit would disappear somebody still be outside bro somebody will still be outside bro (laughs) somebody will still be outside bro i mean come on man somebody's still gonna be outside and this is this is the sad thing right because there's some people like some people like whole lives have changed, right like i know people who went to work every day who like their co- their company they work for have sold their buildings right they like mm-hmm. they work permanently from the crib you know what i'm saying yeah so like everything has changed and imagine this bro imagine you work somewhere like you're like hourly right yeah and you test positive right you don't come in you don't get paid ain't no facts. ain't no more COVID relief ain't no whatever yeah you yeah. don't come in you don't you don't get paid you don't get paid you don't feed your family like yeah yeah what you think I, what you think i'm gonna do if i'm in a situation like that what you think i'm gonna do bro
0: they're i'm gonna go to work,
1: work. They going to work bro they're going to work bro i'm gonna go to work and i'm gonna be holding in my cough like that, like that dude be in the back back of the math class when he not uh, facts in the <laughs> Now it's turning red because he holding it in.
0: <laughs> nah, for real, yo. When, when you know, when COVID first hit, bad people was doing that, bro. Anywhere you was at, if you had a cough, if you were sniffling, anything, bro, you was trying not to let that thing out the bag because people was looking at you crazy. So, but yeah, man, it's, it's, you know, the system's so wild, bro. It set people up for that. You know what I mean? So, like you said, man, at the end of the day, it's, you know, with the with the pressures that some people are under you know those of you know those of us who you know got to go to work every single day to get paid yo it's rough man because they got to do it you know what i'm saying so i don't know bro it's, it's
1: it's gonna be around for a minute i know that for a fact fact bro and you know the thing is, is like when when something is going really really bad and it gets better, and then you give someone privileges. Uh-oh. it then returns to going back to really, really bad, right? Yeah. Just, just imagine, right? You go to. You go to the worst middle school in the country, right? Yeah. Fighting all that, they like, ah, right, y'all want to do all that? All right, cool. Ain't no, ain't no more recess. Ain't no more PE. Yeah. Like you just go to class, lunch, that's it. Right. Then it's, the fights start going down, right? They are like, mm-hmm. you know what? We're gonna give you recess back. We'll give you P back. day of recess. First day of recess, <laughs> hey, recess bro. And that's that's how it, that's how it worked. Yeah. And that's why, like, um, you know, like, you know, some people say it works, some people say it doesn't, but like. Like, there's a difference between time out and getting a whooping. No, that's a fact. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that, even though a whooping is, a whooping is shorter than time out, time out, or punishment, right? Like, people, oh, you're on punishment for two weeks, right? Or, like, you Know a whooping don't last no longer than five bro, ten minutes. Get me,
0: you know get me out saying? the way, get me
1: out the way, yo. but, but <laughs> you, but it, it got that lasting impression on you. No lie,
0: no lie. You in the bed.
1: <laughs> 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 I know some people who done had time out, bro. get out of time out and do the same thing that got them in time out. I done, be, I done got a whoop before and I told my mom, I would during the whooping, I'd never do this again. You know what I'm saying? Like
0: recidivism rate <laughs> recidivism rate real bad
1: you know what i'm saying and that's you know that's how this this thing is every time things get good they say yeah. hey you know guess what y- y'all y'all not got to wear masks no more it's a cookie yeah you know what i'm saying oh guess what we go we go open up clubs now oh guess oh, what they gonna do? <laughs> you know what i'm saying oh guess what walmart got both doors open now you know what i'm saying like, <laughs> oh man you know what I'm saying? Uh, like every, like every time getting get and then it get, get worse. Then it get worse. Like hold on, we got closes. We got close the second door now. Is. Self
0: self checkout, man. They sending people do self checkout. Man, nobody got no gloves on their self checkout. Nobody spraying down. None of the registers and self checkout It's a wild. Yo, it's wild out here, bro.
1: It's the wild get, wild way. Give me, please, <laughs> please don't say that word. Please. What self checkout? <laughs> Stop it, bro. Why am I bagging and scanning my own groceries than somebody who is trained? To work here, <laughs> and t- you telling me the only thing that you there for is Yo. if the machine break, yeah. how to fix it, yeah. and to look at my ID if I got yeah. some alcohol. Come on, B. It's crazy, man. Come on, there's no, there's no way, there's no way. I, I still, it still baffles me, brother. Yeah, the self checkout line moves faster than the line with somebody who was true trained for hours to work on this register. Thanks. Thanks. And th- but but I know what the thing is. The Thing is because majority of the people that do those jobs don't want to do those jobs. They that's do the those jobs for survival. And that's the thing with um, you know, that's the thing with uh with, with covet. That's why unemployment so high. Because because people people starting to understand they value, right? 100 percent You know what I'm saying? Hey, I was working at McDonald's and I was making X amount of dollars, right? Right. But now I can make that same amount of money at home because everybody going remote now, right? Or like some people quit their job because they see like their job ain't really care about them in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. Won't paying them enough, working them too hard. And now that, you know, now that this, you know, COVID is still going on, yeah. they like, hey, we need you at work. But, you know, I ain't feeling too good. Do You got a positive test. If you ain't got no positive test, you got to come
0: in. got to be in here, Yep. You
1: know what I'm saying? Like, yep. yep.
0: Yeah. You got people faking and fraud and being sick, man, just to get out of jobs that they hate. You know what I mean? Real talk. And, you know, it, it sucks because, you know, it's a bad business model. Employment is a horrible business model. <laughs> it just is, bro. It's the it's the true pyramid when we think about things. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, man, just, you know, we had, what else did we have this year, man? We had shortages on gas and chicken wings and all this crazy stuff. That was wild for a little second. You know what I mean? I was about to go get me a gas can, bro. It was getting so crazy, bro.
1: No. So you you know my dream car is a Tesla, right? Yeah. And now and I, you know, like I was thinking like, yo, if I would have got a Tesla like pre-pandemic, like I probably would have made a killing, bro. Because like I'm thinking about how much money I spend in gas, you know. You know, for those who don't know, I, I live in Richmond, Virginia, but I used to work in Petersburg, which is about 35, 30, 30 miles each way. Easy. Easy. I'm doing I'm doing 60 miles a day. Easy. And an SUV. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I left there in September. So I basically was doing that for a year and a half. The whole, you know, from the yeah. start of the pandemic until this September. That's a lot of money. If I would have had a Tesla dog.
0: Bro, yeah, you could you could have had you could have had them funds, man. You could have reallocated those funds. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> could have definitely put those somewhere else, man. You probably you could have started a business with those funds.
1: You know what I'm saying?
0: Like, <laughs> real talk, you could have started a business with those funds, man. And it
1: worked. It worked out for some people. You know, some people just be at the crib all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it, man, what else we had? 2021. Man, billionaires going to space, bro. How you feel about that, bro? Billionaires going to space. Jeff Bezos, all them guys. Like, yo. We, we, just you know what I'm saying? we just feel it's like
1: it's just dope because like they made they made space sound so exclusive when we were younger, right? True. And like, what I mean by that is like they were like you got to get selected to this academy, right? The only people and we then do. we going to train you <laughs> on how to go to space. Right. Do all this stuff. Right. And Michael Strahan with the space last month. Oh he I didn't know he went. He went? Yeah, he went. Oh wow. Michael Trey and they had to one, he got too many jobs to even try to train for any. All right. they had to do, bro. He had to, you know, test out some little breathing machine. They had to make sure his, his big ass could fit in it. <laughs> and that's it. You know, matter of fact, they uh what's my man name? What's my man name? What is my man's name? God darn time magazine named to man of the year uh tesla owner what's his name um uh, elon? yeah elon musk so you know the um the 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 spaceship company is, is his joint wow He's charging he charging 250,000 person bro that's the ticket price bro to go to space bro ticket price hold on let, let, let me let me
0: fact check. 250 grand to go to space how long they did you know how it better not be no going and coming we ain't hey, you better gotta hey i hope they got a hilton up here somewhere bro. something i don't know 250k you gotta drop me off somewhere bro you gotta let me see something from our
1: joint we gotta go where the aliens at we gotta we gotta figure something out so it says so virgin galactic which is the other joint mm-hmm. they started off at 250 they now at 450 Four hundred fifty thousand. Come on, man. How many people could fit on a space, jump you know, on a on shuttle? um shuttle? Um, I think it's like four to six. Yikes! But see, this is my thing. This is this is my this is my whole thing, bro. Yeah. NASA, right? Yeah. NASA been going into space since what seventies, maybe. Yeah, well, maybe before then, but anyway, yeah, I think before then, the '60s. And then some dude, <laughs> some dude who owned Virgin Mobile, Come Virgin on. Airways, and then some dude who owned Tesla, Come on, just man. came and started building spaceships and just Come took on, your man. whole business away. Come on, like man. NASA should have, NASA should have had this drone already set up, a little private look. Yeah, not, now, now I'm now mad, right? <laughs> because like. NASA was building these big spaceships,
0: big stupid joints
1: with four people on them,
0: bro, real rap, and they all fit in like this little room. They all had to sit like close together. It was the, yeah, it was wild.
1: Oh, vir- Virgin <laughs> and Blue Origin, bro, is no. about the is about the size of like, it's about the size of like an F one fifty. That's insane. And they and they still doing the same thing. I mean. I mean, well, I take this. I take it back. I mean, like NASA w- was going to the moon. So that's a little bit different than going out of yeah. space. Yeah. So I, yeah. I, but I, underst- I understand that. But but still, bro.
0: Yeah. I mean, I knew they was going to start casually taking people into space for whatever reason when the other year uh, they had the guy who, like, basically went to the outer atmosphere and, like, <laughs> just, like, free fall back into Earth. So I was like, if you could do that, and the, the shuttle that he was on was like, it was small, like it was small. And so I was like, you know, this is this is kind of getting out of hand, but you know, I don't know, man. I'm I'm not I'm not really with the just casually going to space like that, bro. I'm like, what's going on up there, bro? It's just billionaires going out here, bro. Something's up, bro.
1: I mean, if I had the bread, I'd definitely do it. I feel you. I'm all about doing things that people haven't done. I feel you. I okay. Like, bro, like it's not that many people that could say they've been to space. No cap. And if Lance Bass could do it, I need to be on that Yo, list. Yo, cut it out,
0: bro. <laughs> cut it out, bro. Hold Lance on,
1: like, is a good I'm, guy, bro.
0: Cut I'm it just out.
1: saying, Lance Bass on that list, and Michael Strahan on that list of people that have been to space. I need to be on that list. <laughs> <laughs> bro, so I need to. See, I need to see what's happening, bro. That's crazy. Like, like, if you was like, raise your, if we were if every person in the world. Yeah, in a room,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like raise your hand if you've been out of space, bro. It's gonna be less than a hundred people that raise their hand. That's a fact. That's a fact, yo. Yeah. And that's <laughs> including NASA, all all they <laughs> folks. Yeah, true. Cause
0: some of them don't truly make it out of space, but you know, anyway, sometimes they got failed launches, all this other stuff. So you know, there's that. But who knows, man?
1: This was a, but yeah, man, like I don't know if it's. I don't want to blame this on the year Mm -hmm. or or the pandemic. Mm -hmm. But I just feel like we lost some legendary icons this year. Bro. But I don't, but you know, like, but I don't want to blame it on. So I, you know, we lost DMX. Yeah. Um, we lost DMX and that and that was tough. Yeah. Um, because I think COVID kind of expedited his process. Yeah. Or 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 played a part. I know he was um, you know, dealing with some, you know, with some issues um as far as like opioids or or, or drugs or things like that. Right. And I think that because of other underlying conditions that COVID may have expedited is overdose or, or, or whatever it was, but that was that was a tough one, man. No, for sure. It it definitely was because
0: Um, At the time, you know, again, when we, you know, when the only thing we have is, you know, social media kind of to track people and, you know, to see how well they're doing for the most part, especially celebrities who have who've had issues. The only thing we see is what we see. Right. So, you know, from the outside looking in, you know, he had just did drink champs where he was, you know, he was looking well. Uh, you know, he had done the verses and uh, that had went extremely well, you know, got fans kind of back on his side and, you know, things were going up from there. He started doing like more music videos, stuff like that. So, you know, really getting back into the music um, and, you know, it just seemed like he was on the right side of things just from the outside, but, you know, again, you know, not to, you know, not to cast a shadow on anybody or anything like that, but, you know, he did deal with things. And so um, to see kind of how, he went out and just the things that, you know, he had to deal with in those last, you know, just those last few days, to be honest, was just, you know, it was one of those things where I'm like, you, you could tell this, this person, he had had a lot of trauma in his life. And so to see everything that, you know, he had kind of dealt with, it's like, you know, it just seems like it's just a culmination of the, you know, of the trauma, you know, you hear different things about, you know, people who are usually troubled, it's kind of hard for them to, Find rightful counsel or advisors, and just people to you know sort of be uh, in their good graces just solely for the fact of it. You know what I mean? And so one of the one of the coolest things he said on Drink Tramps was, you know, is to you know trust people sort of as you see them. You know what I mean? That was sort of his biggest message in that you know people are gonna do what they're gonna do. It's up to you to be aware. You know what I mean? And so it just you know it just kind you know. That was that was a tough one. That was definitely a tough one because you know he was uh, he was def he was definitely uh, you know the the most spiritual guy I would say in hip hop outwardly that I'd ever met, and he really touched people in that way. So uh,
1: that was yeah, that was huge for me, man. That was that was a tough one. Yeah, you know I've been you know Biz Marquee, he died because of yeah. COVID complications. Um, but one thing that I've really been thinking about, I've been thinking about like something biggie said
0: mm-hmm.
1: more more money more problems right and i and i think and one of the reasons why i've been thinking about that is because i think about like um you know addiction right yeah and like it's different when you have an addiction but you don't have the you don't have the financial means right mm-hmm. it's a little bit different you know so you don't have you know like normally what happens is you They'll probably have a bad batch or they'll have this, they'll have that. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. but like when you have, when you have the financial means, like you can get as much of it as you want when you want it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, DMX situation, um, 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 Michael K. Williams is one that was one that got me too. Dash, man, know? that one Be- again,
0: because these people, you know. I I look at them for the truth of what it is that they provide to the world Mm -hmm. and them too uh, for me as artists were some of the most raw individuals in terms of how they displayed their art form and for me Michael K Williams is and just was you know to me a special actor because of his range you know what I mean he had incredible range uh, in Mm -hmm. his acting even with the things that he came with the you know the, uh, you know, just the scar in general, people loved him for that. And then you look at some of the roles he took and you think about the complexity of those roles, you forget about that, right? That becomes something that's invisible because his talent was so strong. You know what I mean? It was just, you know, again, it's another incredible artist, man. And You know, The Wire will forever be, you know, legendary for the role that he played there. And, you know, his countless other roles that he's played. I mean,
1: he's just, like I said, an incredible, incredible actor bro, I used to say, I used to say Indeed, just because he used to say Indeed. Like, <laughs> bro, I used to be like oh, indeed, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah, man, amazing actor. And I think, I think that's one of the things and, you know, like, mm-hmm. not to talk about death and things like that, but it's kind of right. like, it's kind of like the people who who left, a, who left a mark who, who spoke yeah. positivity, you know, who yeah. brought joy to the world. Like, like it's, it's, you know, regardless of when they leave you know yeah. what i'm saying it's it's still sad you know yeah he white was 99 years old lived, lived, a, lived a good life
0: yeah and we were still hurt you know you what i'm saying
1: sad? hurt dog like i get on twitter dog that's all i see yeah yeah all i see is people you know what i'm saying it's
0: And of all backgrounds, which was the beautiful part about it, right? It wasn't just um, the white community or our community. Like, everybody was coming to the condolences of her family and just talking about how much of a trailblazer she was. I really, you know, I knew she was a talented individual and had done a lot of different things, but I didn't know the depth, you know, of some of the things that she had done. Again, we, you know, we probably found out about her, me and you, from Golden Girls, you know what I'm saying? So... Like, and she was older then, you know what I'm saying? So just to be able to see, you know, how her career sort of spanned. And, um, you know, one of the coolest things she had done was, I believe, in the 50s, she had, like, her own variety show. And on her variety show, uh, she had a young Black uh, uh, tap dancer. I believe his name was Arthur Duncan at the time in the 50s. And so, you know, on TV shows, they didn't interview Uh, you know black people like at all for the most part and so uh, she was one of the first people then to have somebody sit on a couch with her and actually have a conversation and for her to be a white woman at that time in the 50s this is pre you know civil rights and all that like this is the 50s we're talking about and so um she told you know she basically told the network they didn't want to air the show and she told them y'all got to deal with that I, I i did what i did i made the decision that i did and i i meant what i you know i meant the decision that i made and i know what it was going to do and y'all gonna have to deal with it as a network and so they you know they ended up airing it and you know that's another thing that she's just special for which i had no idea of until you know more recently but you know
1: and i think they wound up canceling her show not not too far after that yeah yeah i, I seen don cheeto post something the other day and he was you know saying like he worked with her and uh When he worked with her, he was, you know, he was a young and, you know, Mm -hmm. aspiring actor, but he was saying Mm -hmm. like, um, they kept having like complications with like the lighting, right? She, you know, she was a pale white woman, you know, he, you know, he's a, he's a dark man. And he said like on set and all this stuff, they always have problems with the lighting. He was like, she would wear darker hair or like darken her hair a little bit or wear darker makeup so like she can do whatever she needed to do to make sure like the lighting was better for wow. him you know what i'm saying like wow you know like it's it and it's the small things and you know like i like you say like we found out about it through golden girls and that's one thing like you know she was 99 dog. we we just turned to 30 so like yeah you know she's she, 60 <laughs> you know what i'm saying 50 years old but when we first knew about her you know, you know see, what i'm she, saying she was ready his 70. Yeah, when we when we was born. We, you know oh, oh, you know what I'm saying. So, like you say, it's just you know, she Golden Girls was, bro, was done, was, was done by the time we started watching it. You know what I'm saying? Like it was like it was, like it was out when nah, we.
0: that joke was a syndication, bro. It's you know TV land
1: and all that. Yeah, man. You know, so,
0: um, yeah, you know, one of the uh, one of her later movies that I enjoyed, like just the role that she played um was the proposal i believe uh ryan reynolds and sandra bullock was in this movie or something like that and she played like she was the grandma right yeah she played his grandma she was hilarious in this movie because again i didn't know she was a comedian i just thought she was like a comedic actor you know what i'm saying like i didn't know she really did all of that and
1: so uh she was she was funny man yeah she had some she had some good roles she was on a episode of my wife and kids she was um uh, she was the nanny or the cook yeah, yeah, she yeah. was in, um bring it down the house she was funny in that joint yes
0: oh man yes like she, she was hilarious man.
1: but the the one that hit me the most mm-hmm. the one that hit me the hardest it may because you know i'm thinking about like i'm thinking about i'm thinking from a fandom uh point of view right okay i was a big fan of young dolph okay it hit me hit me hit me hard because um, you know, like he was—he was different. He—he he was different. He was, you know, and 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 that's one of the things, you know, like being in that lifestyle. And I'm, when I and when I say being in a lifestyle, I mean like being from the street. Um, you know, dealing with, you know, people who have who don't have much to lose. Um, but you know, and a lot of people never, you know, never really knew his story. They knew his music. Right. neverly really, you know knew his story you know he talked you know he you know he was he was honest about his story if you if you and you probably seen like videos interviews since he's been gone but mm-hmm. like he was a family man like he was he yeah. was married with kids which is something you don't normally see of a young rapper at that age right, right. you know what I'm saying Being like open like, to talking about at that age you know, you know, know revealing that so like yeah. like he used to talk about like when he not on tour like he with his he with his kids you know what i'm saying he always talked about like investing and you know you know how you know how he's self-made and he didn't have any major deals um you know spending time with his wife um who he been with since high school yeah you know even the day he died like he was supporting the black business you know what i'm saying he was like whenever i'm home i go i go get cookies from here you know he's gonna get cookies for his mother you know what i'm saying like like things like that man like just just a dope a dope individual you know what i'm saying like and you know like he, you know that the street life comes with a, comes with a lot And you know i think you know that's one of the things but you know like sometimes you know like you just gotta you know get out of those situations um but but that joint hit me hard it was crazy because i was talking about him the day before he passed mm. i'm glad I, I i don't know why i said that because that's so cliche like People always say, oh, I just saw them yesterday. Oh, I just talked to them yesterday. Like, that's, you know, that's how life works. Like, you could be here today and go on tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? But,
0: bro, it's legitimately, like you say, it's legitimately that fast, you know, that things can happen. Uh, You know, the Virgil situation was, you know, was tough for me as well, because, again, it was similar to uh, Chadwick, you know what I mean? Chadwick Boseman, because, you know, we we knew him to be another uh, great artist, you know, and you know his reach has stretched you know to almost the pinnacle if you would say you know what i mean was dealing with some of the top fashion houses in the world um and you know was doing great work and really uplifting a lot of different things and um you know just to you know just to know that somebody's you know struggling privately but because of their private struggle and just wanting to be i guess a you know an example of you know somebody who could just deal with what they had going on see somebody succumb to something like that which is you know uh cancer i believe it was correct yeah and so you know to to just see that for me it was like man you know what i mean we even in success sometimes it's kind of hard for us to uh, talk about the things that we deal with no matter what even in success you know what i mean it's it's because it seems i guess sometimes like a soft spot i'm not sure what it might have been but um you know again just another um great artist just gone young you know what i mean it's that's tough bro yeah
1: and you know like thing about virgil was virgil was a well-known person but he's but his his contribution was behind the scenes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and plus like his level of expertise wasn't something i was familiar with you know i'm saying like he worked with a lot of you know uh high value um Mm -hmm. fashion icons and designers Mm -hmm. and companies so like that was you know i couldn't really like yeah ain't nothing in my house ever (laughs) (laughs) no real rap though you know what i'm saying but like but like for him to be a black man to be working with these to be considered one of the best designers creators for all these fashion icons that's that's admirable um and it's, you know, I, and I don't know, this this is maybe just me being someone who is um, who is upfront about a lot of things, but I don't know if I can go through something like that, like, mm-hmm. and not want to share, you know what I'm well, saying?
0: For me, I would think it'd be more stress, you know what I mean, to have something like that that you deal with and be in
1: private with. Yeah, hey, I, hey, I, I cannot, I cannot do that, you know, like, you know, and just have <laughs> celebrity
0: you know, comes with so much too. you know yeah. what I mean? So much demand on your body, on your mental, like how, what do I, how do I focus?
1: And, you know, and, and one of the reasons why I say that is because I'm thinking from i I'm thinking from a, um, thinking from, a um, from a celebrity standpoint, a famous standpoint, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about celebrities have thousands of people that look up to them, right? Right people that are going through some so imagine like you were a huge Chadwick Boseman fan mm-hmm. and you know he was and 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 you had cancer and you know you find out he he passed from cancer you like dag I wish I would have known like you know he could have motivated me to want to live my life you know like and mm-hmm. things like that you know um I think you're able to appreciate people while they're here yeah um uh you know I just think about like um I don't know if you remember Pat summit. Yeah. Yeah. Most
0: definitely.
1: Yeah. You know, like, like she had all timers, but like, you know, when she went public, like, you know, our players were behind her, and like everybody was just like, you know, spending, you know, enjoying those, those moments with her. um, and I just think about like, it's, it's, it's a lot. And I understand like celebrities want to have, you know, certain things to be private. Um, but you know, that's, that's just tough. And, you know, um, like I told you earlier, I'm reading Steve jobs, book. Steve jobs, it's not a autobiography, but it's a biography, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because the book was written when he was diagnosed with cancer the first time. And so he, you know, he commissioned somebody, Hey, he, he commissioned somebody that he didn't really like that. Well, just to write, to write his biography because he wanted it to be, or not, not, didn't like that well but didn't have a stronger relationship and one of the reasons he did that is because he wanted it to be authentic Makes he sense. wanted them to tell the good and the bad you know what I'm right. saying right um you know and I, I just I just know that 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 type of illness is, is kind of tough to to go to go with alone yeah, yeah. Over, over, <laughs> you know but but you okay. know everybody's everybody's different you know just like cool. um you know like I know people who like I've worked with people who have resigned from jobs and was like hey I don't want no going away party I don't want no gifts I just wanna I'm like I'm like yo you've been here for X amount of years you don't want them to celebrate you but I gotta understand that's that's how you know that's their preference so you know but yeah it definitely hit and it it's just it's just dope when like you you learn like for example Betty White like we Learned so much about Betty white in this last week. Yeah. Not even this last week. Cause she passed away on the 31st. Right. So like in the last couple of days, days. learned so much yeah. about, her, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Interviews and things she's done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you know, some, sometimes too, uh,
0: for whatever reason, I, I, I battle with that, right. Being, being open versus allowing your life to tell your story you know what I mean? Like, it's it's something that I battle. But at the end of the day, um, you know, I do think it's important to share uh, some things, especially with, you know, with your close circle sometimes, you know, because fans can be fi- finicky. You know what I'm saying? Like, fans could go e- either way. It, you don't really know. Um, but, you know, of course, you know, I'm sure they have shared it with their families, things of that nature when you go through certain stuff. But, um, yeah, man, at some point, you know, because your, your story... Your story and your testimony can help someone else. That's, you know, that's the biggest thing. Um, And it's sometimes it's in the midst because, you know, a lot of times I think when people deal with certain things, they think they're alone in the fight and, you know, it's never, it's never that it's never that. There's always somebody um, somewhere, you know what I mean? Somebody you might not even see, but it's always somebody somewhere going through something that could sort of mirror your situation and, you know, kind of how your action and your attitude towards what you're dealing with uh, could definitely be, um, you know, a beacon of light for somebody else. So um, at the end of the day, you know, I, I I do say and do believe that you should share some Um, but at the end of the day, you still want to, you know, you still want to protect yourself in some way, shape, form, or fashion, because again, uh, being a celebrity is a whole different beast, bro. Yeah, man. It
1: was, yes, it's it's, it's a tough year, man. And, um, you know, we're going to go through some things. We're going to lose some great people. Yeah. Um, Clarence Williams, Suzanne uh, Douglas. Oh, man. Um, Parenthood. I can't think of his name right now. Um, But another great actor. Can't think of his name off the top of my head, Mm -hmm. but I know you know it. Um, uh, He played in the Mac. Oh, yeah. Max Julian. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. My man, Max Julian. Yeah, that was this
0: year, too, huh? Uh, uh, Was that this year?
1: Yesterday.
0: It was was yesterday.
1: yesterday. Yeah, hold on. Let me
0: see. What? Wow! Not Goldie, come on, not Goldie, baby.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Max Julian died. Um, wow. yesterday.
0: Yeah, he was in How to Be a Player. He was his uncle. Yo, he mm-hmm. was the he was the he was the smoothest dude, bro. He was just smooth, man. Hey, shout out, Max Julian yeah yep. so shout out, shout out clarence k williams too he's in a lot of stuff that people know man a lot of stuff that people know he was just a scary dude in
1: general man
0: he just had that look bro he just had that look when he played uh prince's dad yo in purple rain he was scary as hell
1: yeah he yeah he just like he just was scary dude he always played these like creepy roles
0: if you could, my thing is, if I could describe that look in one word, bro, it'd be menacing. Like that, it was just a menacing look, bro. Like he was just scary, bro. He was scary in every role, bro. He played Bumpy Johnson. I think he said three words in American Gangster, bro, and he was scary as hell in the role, bro.
1: It's it's weird because it's weird him playing that role because like you know Forrest Whitaker played that role and it's like. It was a total opposite, you know what I'm saying? Total opposite, bro.
0: Total opposite. He played a he played a Wilson Hancock in Life. Shout out to that. He played a lot of he played a lot of cool roles. He was in um the Butler. He played like his mentor. Oh yeah, uh, what a mentor in the Butler. So he man he had a lot of stuff. He had a lot of stuff on the books, bro. Um, another you know another great artist. Um, but then man, let's you know Rest talk about some. Places. Yeah, definitely. Most definitely rest in peace to all of them. You know, we uh, appreciate, you know, their contributions to the world and um, everything that they've, you know, were able to do over their years and in their life. And yeah, man, just, you know, rest in power to each one of them, Um, you know, and on to, I guess, positive in a sense um, for the um, Ahmaud Arbery family and, uh, you know, for the family of George Floyd. Uh, we got some convictions. We got, a, you know, we got a sentence. Uh, I think the, the three men who, uh, were convicted in the Aubrey case, I think they get sentenced this Friday, I believe. Yeah, so. man.
1: Yeah, man. I remember that day, I, you know, not that day, but I just think I just, well, I remember when, um, as far as the Amal, Amal Arbery case, when the gentlemen were arrested, mm-hmm. because it was like months after the situation happened. You know what I'm right. saying? That's why, like, you know, we talk about like activism and social media, and you know, all of these political uh, activists and how, like, you know, they can make things happen. You know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. Because I don't think if if it wasn't for social media and you know um, all of these things going on, that they would have ever been arrested i remember me and my line brothers we you know we um you know we we ran one day and we did it for ahmaud aubrey and i just think about situations like that mm-hmm. um you know it was good to see them um get convicted it was good to see derek chauvin get um convicted and sentenced um it was good to see uh the police officer that pulled out her gun instead of a taser she got mm-hmm. sentenced. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, and I'm I'm not saying good to see because right, you, you
0: know you don't want the situations yeah, to occur yeah, in the you know, first place. Yeah,
1: yeah. I I would rather I would yeah. rather them be alive than someone to be gone than someone to be in jail. Right, because, right. Because in that situation, two families are now
0: one hundred percent. Somebody
1: lost somebody, and now someone's going away for a long time. Yeah, so.
0: You know, I'm so, <clears throat> you know um, it's you know they're just again they're unfortunate circumstances but uh at the end of the day um you know some left for for some level of trauma that uh these families have had to suffer they can find some peace you know what i mean again they won't find peace in the loss because it's still uh something that they have to deal with uh but you know in in hindsight, I guess, you know, it, it's just good to see that, um, you know, the system does, in a sense, sometimes work. Um, you know, because again, there's, there's still so many, uh, you know, so many stories of so many other families who um, have had, you know, similar loss uh, by similar hands uh, who don't have the same outcome. You know what I mean? So I'm sure that those families Pray for these families that they get, you know, some level of justice. That, uh, you know, some level of grief that they can, you know, sort of get off their shoulders and their backs. And so, you know, at the end of the day, like you said, you know, two families are at a loss, um, and and, you know, several families in one case. But, uh, you know, two families, of course, in the in the George Floyd case, and you know, they all have to take a loss. And for somebody to be gone for, you know, I believe his sentence was uh, 22 and a half years. I mean, that's a lifetime. You know what I mean? For for families, you know, our community knows that uh, very, very well. So at the end of the day, you know, it is a major loss for both sides. But like I said, you know, to be able to have those families who lost somebody completely that that are not coming back, um, it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's welcoming to see that, you know, they've gotten some level of peace by um having uh these things be the result, so yeah,
1: yeah man, we need to keep we need to keep holding uh each other's accountable Facts. Um, we still need to strive for um not equality, but we need to prevent um, loopholes and um mm-hmm. you know situations in in our in our legal system. Um, I can't think of, uh, I can't think of, uh, my guy name right now. Um, but the, uh, but the teenager that shot and killed, um, some protesters. Um, oh man. I know exactly what you're talking about. The name's not coming to uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. That's there something. you go. There you go. You yeah. know, and it, you know, and it, you know, the thing that got me wasn't, um, you know, the verdict is, the verdict is the verdict. And, you know, one of the reasons why I say that is because like, you know, a a jury comes together, they, they review any evidence and information and they make a decision. Right. They make a decision um, on, on that. But what I didn't like was I didn't like how, and I don't know if you've seen it, but like how the, how the judge was acting and talking during that situation.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: Like he was just saying like I was just like.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This was this was the one where he was talking about like the black pa- the black pastors and their
1: presence is this is that case, correct? Um, that was um, yeah, I want to say that was it. OK. Like but like he had like you know, he had the ringtone go off and the ringtone was like Donald Trump's walking up music he would mm-hmm. you know he made everybody stand whenever like somebody from the military came in you know he was you know he was you know helping out Kyle Rinehouse you know asking him you know, you know trying to guide him through that whole uh, mm-hmm. trial you know it was, mm-hmm. but you know that 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 starts with that starts with making sure that we have the right representation and we and we ensure that the people who are on those, uh, yeah, you know, behind that service, judges are are getting properly trained. One hundred percent are able to be have unconscious bias, implicit bias in those situations. Um and Yeah, and it's a lot. You know, like like I said, the the verdict, you know, that's that's outside of the judge's hands. Right. Um. But. Which in some
0: cases is better than the judge actually having, you know, final say. Like you said, in this case right here, the way he was being coached and, you know, all of these different things. um, You know, we have to hold those people in those positions accountable as well. Um, Again, the you know, to me, the just the best, you know, the best idea to have or the best position to be in when you're in a position where uh, somebody's life essentially is in your hands, I guess, is to be human. You know what I mean? A lot of people use the biases that they uh, subscribe to to help them make decisions. And, you know, for the most part, I don't see those as, uh, you know, logical, you know, things that you can, you know, lean on to make these type of decisions. At the end of the day, I think, you know, just having the aspect and the mindset and perspective of solely being a human being, I think it will help out in so many of these cases.
1: You know, like I do... Um, I'm not gonna say similar work, but I do work mm-hmm. that could be a reflection of, of our judicial system. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things in, in like my work, when I read like a, a incident report, I read a case. Like, I'm not knowledgeable of the that person's identity. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. So, like, you know, imagine if you were reading this case and you didn't know that they were um, a white male, or they were uh, or a black male, white female imagine you just you just knew the facts of the case you knew yeah. something happened somebody was injured somebody lost their life xyz right what would you what would be your verdict mm-hmm. how would you act in that situation right rather yeah. than oh this person is a child or this person is a black male and maybe xyz you know they're they're using their identity as a way to um know as a way to rectify the situation which shouldn't be the case
0: right right i agree with you 100 100 bro um you got to look at things a little bit deeper than you know a little bit deeper than that and and to you know to take those things off the table those two already um uh two separate biases right when you talk about you know somebody's gender or you know their ethnic background, those are two biases that you can put on a lot of different tables that can skew, uh, decisions in many fashions. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, my thing is, you know, can you treat me as we all are without those things? Right. And that's what, I think that's what most people fight for in any situation is to be seen as I am, not what you might identify me to be right outside of that. So, um, Yeah, man, it's, you know, 2021, 2021 definitely, uh, you know, again, was a journey. Um, Again, I I believe every, you know, every year opens your eyes to um, a lot of different things, a lot of veils that may have been, you know, pulled over our heads or over our eyes. And, you know, you get to truly see the world for what it is and, um, you know, have to find ways to process that. But um, all in all, you know, I smiled more in 2021, which I was, you know, definitely excited about, uh, you know, personally. So at the end of the day, it's always about, you know, at the end of the year, I feel like finding what you want at, right. And then finding a couple of things that you may have not been so good at and coming up with a game plan.
1: I think, you know, when I look back at 2021, man, um, I was willing to, to take risk. Mm-hmm. I was willing to deal with whatever came along with those risks. In some instances I was successful, in others I wasn't. Um sure. but I think, you know, what that allowed me to understand is um and I'm trying to figure out, uh, I was trying to think of an analogy, mm-hmm. but you know, it's kind of like when you play when you play chess. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm 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 setting up my next move if you if you get what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I was just playing
0: chess this morning.
1: You know what I'm saying? And like, we gotta, we gotta play one day, man. I'm, I, I'm, I'm rusty. I'm super duper rusty. Uh, that's, that's something that I think about, bro. I think about like, um, you know, I think about, I'm like, I, you know, I look back at the end. I'm like, that it's, it's not what I wanted it to be. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then, you know, I have to realize like, uh, you know, this, this is one of those years that I'm setting myself up for. Right. A great. 2023 or oh, okay. you know or 2022 you know what i'm saying like right and that's that's what 2021 was for, for me like it was it was setting me up for a a great year you know what i'm saying yep. and so, yeah
0: and you know every and this is the thing that people also i feel you know we should you know kind of look at more every year isn't going to be a foundational year you know, so you might have one find foundational year, and then a couple subsequent years are building years. And then you might have to foundation some, you know, make a foundation out of something else and then build on that or whatever the case may be. Every, every year is not gonna be the same. You won't deal with the same struggles. Um, you know, one year could be success every single month, right? It could be, that, that is, you know, that is very well uh, something that could be possible. So it's all about how you look at things um and and how you process the wins with the you know with the lessons
1: so yeah man well i'm glad to call you my brother glad to call you my co-host 100 percent, um, same to you bro you know i i see much success um much growth um and a lot of happiness in in both of our futures together and yes in, sir um yeah man and um uh, you know for all of our listeners you know just 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 trust the process. Um, you know and and be thankful for think be thankful for every day um you know you know one of the first things that when i say my daily prayer i always say thank you god for waking me up this morning that's the first thing i say Mm. because you know someone didn't have that same opportunity to wake up this morning like i did you know what i'm saying and you know just, just gotta be gotta be grateful for that you know what i'm saying like this is a new year um and this is a day we've never seen before you know what i'm saying so we have that's to, a fact you know, that's gotta, a fact bro we gotta be grateful we gotta be grateful for everything we got every day we've seen and you know just try to do better than the day before
0: 100 100 man and that's you know that's in the chat podcast man we back 2022 You know what I mean? A lot of big things coming for us, both individually, podcast wise, Um, you know, always speaking things into existence. We're excited to be back with you guys. Um, You know, 2021 again was a year, but we're excited about this future where we're going. Um, We're excited about each one, each and every one of you getting something from this podcast and being able to grow yourselves. Um, And just like that,
1: it's another one in the books, man. Absolutely, and as always, I'm Ramiel Roberts, aka Jerz. James Woodard, aka Nug. And we in the chat. Yeah. Guess who started the podcast? Riddle me that. Nugging and his boy Jersey. Yeah. and we talking smack. Sports, music, and life. We talking all of that. We live in effect. Hey yo. We, we in the, the, the chat.